Welcome to the Prodigy Kid Podcast, where I'm on a mission to discover what successful entrepreneurs are teaching the kids about success and making money. I personally have been an entrepreneur and student of success for over 25 years, and I have an extreme hunger for learning about success and making money. After a near-death experience a few years ago, I'm now actively documenting my journey as I teach my son, Nate, everything I've learned as I guide him to success and entrepreneurship. I'm honored and excited for this opportunity and look forward to having you along for the ride. Well, here we go. Um, wanted to make sure to be really clear um, that everything is not all, what do they call it, butterflies and rainbows. So I've had people come at me before kind of rudely, like in, indirectly, like, oh, yeah, so where's your prodigy kid? So your your kid's a you know prodigy kid. Nate, he's not a prodigy, you know, like with the typical, like, you know, a uh, perspective that like a prodigy has got to be like this gifted artist or like some kind of musician that can like play like crazy, crazy music at like five or whatever, you know, like, where's your prodigy? Well, you know, that's not what, what it's about. You know, the prodigy, you know, to be a prodigy, you know, it's my firm belief that anybody can become a prodigy if they decide to do so. And that means that there are a lot of prodigies that do really well at a young age but then later in life, they don't do well. So what about the ones that don't do as well in the beginning, but later in life do really, really, really good? Like that's, you know, there's, there's, I feel some misconceptions when you, you talk about prodigy. So um, even, even me now, like with, with Nate and all the, you know, the, you know, launching this business and jumping up and down and going over all the curricular curriculum with him, um, you know, he's learning a lot and, you know, I guess there's a lot to live up to as me being his teacher, not a lot to, for him to live up to, but like, Hey, it's got to work on him. Otherwise, what good is it for everybody else? Right? Like, it, you know, if I'm not successful with my own child, then how, how are we going to, you know, how's it going to help with someone else? You know, but, um, you know, the thing that I've, I've got going for me or, or, you know, whatever, I think it. I think it's an asset. He he just does not like school one bit. He goes there and he picks it apart and he said, "How come I have to do this? How come I don't want to do that?" You know, these people are rude. They're they they you know constantly are telling me to do this and do that and yelling and you know not being nice and and it's just dumb what they want me to do. Like I don't want to you know. So like you know he's got that. Um, but you know he's he, he, I don't know like. I have my problems with him. So I had a call from school today that, you know, he, he wasn't, didn't want to dress out for gym and hadn't been dressed out. And that's like one of the rules. And, you know, he's just kind of like, why well, I don't want to do that. Why do I need to worry about doing that? Like, you know, or he, or, you know, they'll yell at him or tell him like, Hey, you need to do whatever. And then he'll, he, you know, he's, he, he just will shut off. Like, so the teacher was like, yeah, he doesn't want to do anything now, like in gym. So I told her, I said, when he was younger, like, it's so funny that, you know, he's a little bit different, but when he was younger, the <laughs> normal kid, like three-year-old kid or two-year-old kid will throw a fit. I mean, will yell, scream, you know, cause chaos and, and be like a complete pain. But then there was old Nate where he would get mad and what would he do? He would go limp. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Like, He's completely like livid and we're trying to get, get him in the car, but he's like a wet noodle. So he won't like, he won't help you. He won't, he's not like, he's just completely like, dude, you know, like, and, and he would be like that. So I, I told the gym teacher, like, there's a good chance that, 
someone yelled at him, someone did something that he didn't like, somewhere along, along the line, something came up, and now he just is completely done, like when he was younger. And, and you know, she was like, well, just have a talk with him, try to figure it out. You know, he's, you know, he he'll, he can pass, you know, there's plenty of time, but but he at the rate he's going, he's not going to do good. And I'm like, now I got to have a talk with Nate about, like, God, just do the do the minimum, dude. Don't like you know, do something that, you know, when you're at school, like if you don't like it, who cares? Just give me the minimum required. So we've got to go over that. And in my case, I kind of, you know, it good and bad, you know, because we're, what we're doing is I, I have, whether he would have been like that or not, like I've created um, the child that does not like school and the child that now that I've, you know, he's heard me talking with people. He's heard me being very outspoken against the traditional um, education system for people that are not going to be the doctors and lawyers, the programmers, the people that need an actual certification or certificate to, to be whatever they are. Like he's heard me be outspoken against it. So now he's, he's becoming more anti and drives my parents crazy. Drives my dad. He's like engineering, you know, like organized all that, you know, like go to school, get it, you know, work for my dad really well, but he, you know, that's the system's made for my dad. And it's not made for me. It's not made for, for Nate. And, you know, it's like I've opened a can of worms. So now I have to make sure that he becomes successful and, you know, it doesn't end up like being like a nuisance to society. So I've opened this can of worms, but it's a good thing because that's what the prodigy kid's all about is a different path and giving him different options. Um, one of the big other things that is on my mind about old Nate and about the situation to be so I'm, that way I'm upfront and clear that it's not like, oh, this is just magic what we have, you know, prodigy kid, you know, my Nate's just the, the you know, just so easy. No, he, he's a really easy kid. You know, he's got a good, good heart, big heart. He likes to learn. He's got a lot of common sense, but, you know, he, he you know, very anti-school, very, very not, not, not with it. But the one thing that drives me crazy about it, I'm like, look it, this is going to be so cool and it's going to be real easy what we're doing, but I don't want you to be lazy. So we just had a hurricane come through Florida and I have, I'm still actively working in my lawn service. So I've got several properties that I take care of for specific clients and then, you know, the crews do whatever. So We've got this giant, giant property on the river and, you know, it took five hours with me and him out there, a little over that, but it would have taken me eight hours without his help. So I'm like, the night before, I'm like, you better go to bed early. I need your help in the morning. Well, can't you have someone else do it? Can't you just, why can't you just get someone else? I don't want to go down there. Like, dude, I, I don't want to do that. Like, you think I want to go like pick up debris and palm fronds and like be out there and uh, get bit by bugs and all like, no, dude, I don't want to do that either. Like, so I'm like, you're going like, let's don't, don't, you know, be, be ready. And I, I tell him like, look, at it, it's going to be easy, but what I need you to execute, I need you to execute. So the whole time we're, we're down there and he's complaining like, I don't want to, how come I got to do this? How come you can't just hire someone else to do? I'm like, buddy, I, like everybody else is on different crews on different, doing other stuff, doing cleanup for the other clients. Like we have to be here for why, how come you can't just hire like a cleanup crew to come in here? Like, dude, I can't do that. Like, that's not you know, it's not feasible financially. Like it's not. And, and, you know, I was getting kind of, kind of a little bit like, you know, to a point where I was ready to, to like snap be like, you know, like lay down the law or whatever you want to call it. But like, no, I, I was like, no, it will be cool about it. Like, 
hey, look at dude. If you, I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. We both don't want to be here. So here's the deal. If you, if you're here and you help me, then you're going to help me out and it's going to be an awesome favor. And if you don't want to help me and you don't want to do this, then you're just basically, you know, throwing dirt in my face and, and it's not cool and I don't appreciate it. And go ahead and, and go sit in the truck or do whatever you want to do. But I can guarantee you this, it's probably going to be about dark by the time we go home because this is going to take a while if I don't have your help. So now it's about like 11 o'clock and his whole tune changed after that. Like, like he realized like, there's no just getting out of it. Like this is going to be, we're going to finish this before he can go home and be done. So at that point he realized, okay, you know, help my dad. But like (laughs) more, more so than that was he knew that he was stuck. He's not going anywhere. He's, He's here and he's not going anywhere that he wants to be out of the air, out of the, you know, into the air conditioner or wherever, you know, play football, the neighbor kids or, or, you know, he's not riding his, his e-bike. He's not doing a darn thing until all the, the, that yard was cleaned up. And, you know, he, he did it, you know, like, thank God he did it. But what I'm realizing is, you know, I've, I've come down on him before and I've been real, real, real clear. Like, you know, there's a lot that I just, I, I, you know, it doesn't matter, dude, does not matter. does not matter in the grand scheme of things, but do not be lazy. Do not. That's the one thing that's going to drive me freaking crazy is if you're lazy. So here, I don't want to be out here. I'm like, don't be lazy, dude. Don't freaking do it, dude. Like, but then I'm realizing that Maybe that's a trait that I wish that I had to be a little more lazy. See, I'm like, I'll get out there with a, you know, like, I don't know how to, how to say like, you know, right now it's like, okay, gotta go dig a hole quick, quick, go, go dig a hole. And I'll be out there all day with a, with a, the shovel, digging the hole, gotta dig this hole, gotta dig it, dig it, dig it. You know, like taking, you know, barely taking any water breaks and like, you know, like drinking energy drinks and just, just getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it. And then, you know, 10 hours later, I'm done digging this big hole. And then Nate shows up with the backhoe and digs a hole in 15 minutes. Like, that's kind of what I'm seeing happen. Like, I heard, you know, I heard that, uh, I can't remember who it was. It's somewhere out there. But it was like, who would you rather have, um, you know, you know who, who do you want to ask their opinion of how to do something? Like, you know, someone that's lazy or someone that's like, you know, the real good worker. And it's like... You, know, the, you might think, oh, the real good worker, but the lazy person will find the most effective and easiest way of doing it a lot of times. So I'm not trying to say that he's lazy, but he might just have a different perspective. So in my case, I had to like realize that like, you know, like I don't want to be out here. Why? How come you can't just hire people to be out there? Like, and that's exactly true. Like why the heck? Am I out there picking up palm fronds? You know, like, think about it. Why am I out there dragging a tarp with like 300 pounds worth of debris to the front road and turn around and go back and do that? We did that like 10 times. Like, why was I doing that? Why was I using the uh, the blower? Like, how come, like, truly, like, it makes sense. Like, you know, why was I out there doing that? And in my life, I... Uh, you know, there are things I did uh, when I was younger working that were just ridiculous. I would just, you know, work and work and work and work and work and work. But then, you know, was I really getting paid a lot of money to do that? Um, not really worth the work. Um, 
how come I couldn't have just had someone else do it for me and and then add a little bit to the to the cost of the the project or whatever and then boom I didn't have to do all that work um I even remember being like Nate you know younger than Nate's age where I would build like bike tracks behind my grandmother's house like you know, just out there like manual labor, just doing it, doing it, doing it. There's always easier ways of doing stuff, you know? So, um, it's, uh, best to, you know, look at everything from, from all views and not, you know, rush to judgment on, on, um, you know, maybe how your perspective was. And there's another story that I, um, I remember, I think it was in Think and Grow Rich, but was talking about how they always cut the roast in half. And, you know, the, the daughter was doing it and the, the mother did it and the grandmother did it. And, you know, someone came to someone's attention, like, why do you cut the roast in half? Like, what is this all about? And, you know, finally they, they got back to the grandmother or the great grandmother and they said, well, why, why, why do we do that? Or, you know, maybe it was the grandmother. I don't remember exactly how the story went, but the whole purpose of why it started was because they had an oven that was so small that a full roast wouldn't fit in the oven. So they had to cut it in half to make it work. So, you know, what you've learned and what's been passed on throughout your family, maybe that's not the best way to always approach, you know, what you're doing and raising your, your kids, you know, like maybe there's a more effective way. And, you know, me, even, even with like all the, the, you know, the research and the reading and, and all the other things I've done and maybe, you know, even with all this prodigy kid stuff and trying to really, really go deep in it and parenting and all that, maybe, you know, even in my case, I'm trying to figure out like, you know, my own habits of what I've done in my life. And now with Nate, like, do I really want to have him be out there working like a dog, like I did and, and pushing hard and pushing, 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 do it. You know, is it better to, to guide him to say, yeah, like, let's figure out a better, easier way. Like, like who, not how, like, Sure, we can go out there and how and do it, but what about who? We'll just hire other people to to do what we were doing. Um, you know, I, I, you know, it was, it was good to have them out there, and I paid them fifty bucks, and and uh, the world was was perfect after that, and the job got done, and he was happy after I was happy, and it was all good. But you know, you have to really think about how you approach things. Like I could have been completely like ripped, like. And, and, and reprimand or, or, you know, take away your phone or, or you can't have your e-bike or like whatever, and just kind of be like a jerk about it. But no, like, Hey, look, if you want to help me out, great. If you don't, then, uh, we're going to be here till dark. That's fine. Whatever you want, whatever you want, it will be here till dark. And then makes them think like, okay, I'm going to, that's going to ruin my day. Like if I just get out there and work a little bit and do like how my dad does, then I can help him out and get done and be over it. And then I can go about my regular day, what I wanted to do. But if not, like, it's going to be a long day. So, you know, that, that got him motivated. So that was a little bit better than me, like, you know, screaming and being like the Tasmanian devil and telling him, no, do this or trying to punish him or, or try to, you know, do things that have, you know, like a typical parent, you know, like what's passed down throughout generations, you know, what you always do, like if your kid's not, you know, you're not going to be able to go do this if you don't do that. Like, oh, okay, okay, thanks a lot. You know, like, no, it's make him want to do it. So after that point, he wanted to help me. He was actively doing the work, and it was much different than when he's moping around, like, you know, like just, oh, man, just 
I, but you know, to go back to earlier part of the podcast, or you know, like it was so funny. Really, I wish I, I'm gonna have to go back and look to see if I have videos of of him just going let he'd be like, <laughs> you know, on the video you can't see in the podcast, but the video you can see his his head would just go out of the side, and he would just like like fall back in the chair, and that he'd be done. And and then it's like try to move him, try to get him in, his, you know, get him. To, You'd have to carry him like if we're on in the living room or whatever. You'd have to you'd go into the car, and he's and he's in one of those modes. You would have to carry him, and it would be like all awkward because he wouldn't help at all. He'd just be like, "God, it was such a pain!" Like, dude, just get up and walk. And then you put him on the floor to get him to walk, and he would just collapse and be like over it. Like, yeah, it was it was funny, but um, yeah. So just remember, you know, always, you know, there's there's probably a most effective way to do things and uh you know parenting is part of it but um you know i guess all kids are different so you have to really just work with what you know how you how you are your relationship with your child but like it's been my luck to with nate you know like you get get them to want to do it and it's a lot easier for you to to you know motivate them and get them to go in the right direction and then number two is yeah, nobody's perfect. We're not perfect. And uh, to those people that try to say, oh, well, where's your prodigy? Where's your prodigy? I don't know. Let's see. Let's, you know, we'll, 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 let's circle back around to that in about 20 years and we'll see what happens. But all right. Well, thanks for listening. And just remember, if you're interested in uh, getting the Prodigy Kid Blueprint, you can go to prodigykidblueprint.com uh, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next one.